everybody and welcome to your favourite podcast, That's What She Said, where we talk everything sport and a little bit that's not. Um, I'm your rookie substitute host, Melissa Barbieri, filling in for the very talented Georgie Parker. She's the Commonwealth Games gold medalist, not to be confused with the gold Logie winning Georgie Parker, uh, which was, I, I was actually quite disappointed about that when uh, I saw that it was the wrong Georgie Parker, but... It happens. Happens. <laughs> um, but anywho, she isn't here and we're enjoy. We're uh, joined by the always impressive and talented Diamonds, just about to head to the World Cup gold defender. Yes, Joe, my nuts are impressive, Weston. <laughs> I know I'm officially a nut expert now. It's been printed on the internet and in uh, hard internet, copy. No, it was in the Herald Sun, so that's a legitimate oh, wow. publication, isn't and it? And I've tasted the nuts and they're very, very good. Yeah, so I'm an expert on nuts. That's the longest intro I've ever had. I um, know, I know, I know, too intro. much, too much. <laughs> uh, once again, joining us from Silly Midoff is our resident cricket specialist and soup connoisseur, Mick, <laughs> can I get two soups, Wall? Yeah. <laughs> Great to be back and uh, very, very happy in, in Georgie's absence to uh, jump in again and talk a little bit about World Cup. I think the Cricket World Cup is coming to a close. So those that have been uh, listening slash watching, don't worry, you won't have to put up with me much longer. Yeah. I think the World Cup is uh, coming to an end and then I'll uh, go back into my box and we'll get some uh, people that people actually want to listen to on the uh, on the show. Well, you actually said that you talk less about yourself this week, so we'll see <laughs> if I'll we try. Can. I'll try to. <laughs> Last week it was a lot about himself, but it was good because In we were fairness, introducing. Parker did drive a lot of that. Yes. So she did drive yeah, a lot of that. Yes. So I don't know was, if you listen, Joe. But and it was very funny, Joe. <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't caught up to the speed <laughs> being on camp and everything and doing more important things. Um, so welcome guys. Um, um, I have been a little bit too invested in the Women's World Cup mm-hmm. in soccer, but um, we should go through with it just so yeah. that I can get it off my chest and we can banter about other things. So um, let's get a grip on what's been happening and then I'll happily fade off into the background, hopefully. No, um, so the biggest controversy coming out of the World Cup currently is not only the it's the VAR, so yeah. the VAR, so now, after all the protesting and everything that's been happening with the World Cup, um, France and USA have had their um, quarterfinal and basically a clear handball has been um, just nullified by VAR, like VAR and they've said that they're not, they're not going to give the handball but in exact same circumstances in previous games, the exact thing was given a penalty and teams have either won or lost from those things so it's been a yeah. big uproar in the fact that they're changing things in the later stages of the world cup because i don't mind how interpretation goes on any sort of score review as long as it's consistent i feel yeah. like that's the big thing right like if you're shit just be consistently shit yeah, and we'll all get over it if everyone's <laughs> playing on the same crappy field it's fine right but when it's different and you can see in that game because i mean going in france us as well just to ask how were they? Did they both won their groups? Yeah. So how are they meeting? How are they meeting in quarters? Because they 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 would be the they would have been the two favourites to win the whole thing. Wouldn't they? Yeah. It and just Germany. it just happens that they they cross just over the groups, like that. Yeah. So because we're an uneven number of teams, so yeah. when you come out of it, you're actually first v three. Yeah. And some are two one v twos. 
So there's only four top three teams that come through. Mm. So you do have some nufty teams managing <laughs> to get through to the quarterfinals. Mm. But the left side of the draw is massive compared to, to the right yeah. side of the draw. And to have a game decided on the fact that VAR didn't intervene when usually they would, it's, it's just caused a massive, massive upset, especially because it was the World Cup hosts. Mm. that they had the problem with and you would think it would go the other way around usually does when it comes to home teams I mean to get your opinion here Mel because the one thing about with with VAR and it's it's across male and female codes and any time new technology comes in you see the AFL at the moment the goal review system everyone blows up but what's the actual football community thinking is it okay we need to weather this storm because it's new technology and we wanted it or is it just complete uproar at the moment I think it's uproar because they're using it in a women's world cup Mm. To like, they could use it in Copa America. They could have done all these sort of changes, and you know, just just getting used to things in such not not such an important tournament yeah. where countries it's so emotional and you have so much invested into it. And I don't know if you watch um, both the male and the female sides of the game. People are finding it very difficult to watch females losing um, the World Cup games yeah. and being knocked out because we. We literally feel everything and it's everything that we've ever wanted to be as a footballer. We don't play to play for club. We play to play for our country. Um, So everyone's finding it very difficult to watch players losing on these sorts of things. It's it's really heartbreaking. And, And as much as I've been through poor decisions and everything like that, when it's on a world stage and you have so much riding on it, um, it's, you know, it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Do you, Joe? Have you had? And I know this is different because yeah. there's technology coming into the game. In in your time playing netball, is there is there been anything that's come through the game that's been had this level of controversy about it? Whether it's new rules, yeah. uh, type of officiating, or is this something that would be pretty foreign? Uh, no, we've had a couple of things. I mean, people have been trying to push the two-point shot in yep. Apple for a long time, but that's probably put a little bit more on the back burner. Uh, they're potentially going to bring in rolling substitutions to the league yep. I play in with oh. the Vixens. International netball, I think, will always stay pretty strict, but that also is because we don't play international test matches mm. all that frequently. I thought um, you were going to say rollerblades. That'd be fun, <laughs> <wouldn't it? laughs> actually quite a good rollerblader. I'm an above average rollerblader as well. So you're, above you're average. Safe. They're, they're bringing that in um, in the Australian Netball League. So yep. they're trialling it at a lower league, which we were all quite happy about because when they brought in the bonus it's point, smart. when you get a point for winning every quarter, that came in like quite quickly. And we were all like, sorry, you didn't even give us like a it's chance a to change, give you feedback it? on it. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's the problem changes. I think most teams have found is that a lot of the changes, you turned up to the tournament and they told you in the pre-tournament, um, referee presser that this is what even the referees yeah um so now I, I was most impressed by the fact that the referees have started to implement the var so how they're doing it now is how they should have always done yep. it mm-hmm. and it's just the the tip of the iceberg like what's happened at the start to what's happening now is what's really pissed people off but um as long as they start doing it correctly uh, and keep it consistent yeah. uh, but they changed the handball rule yeah. So whether whether you meant it or not, if it hits your hand in the box, it's a penalty. penalty. Um, so that this, yeah, so it's absolutely a debacle. So the semi-finals: England versus USA, yep. mm-hmm. and Sweden versus Netherlands. So tomorrow and Thursday, uh, five a.m. If you if you want to jump on the bandwagon, um, any not... predictions? I know that you probably have no idea about either any of I've watched teams. a little bit of USA. it. I'll tell you, U- yes. USA, see, I came in thinking, okay, well, this might be a year where USA don't do it, but they've just been, they just step up. 
Yeah. I don't see how they don't win. Yeah. I, I, I'm very impressed by the, the, the fact of the matter is that people at this – teams at the end of the mm. um, tournament, mm. if you've got a great backup squad, this is where you come into yep. the fold. Like USA can put on Carly Lloyd. Like she scored a hat trick in the last World Cup final. She's pissed off that she's not been playing. So, you know, if she comes on – in, in the last 10 minutes, you, you know, you've got backup. You've got weapons on the you've bench. You've got weapons right? on the bench. That's why Germany was so good for so long in the men's game. Yeah. Just depth. It was just uh, this one off, one on. Just a, It's just another warrior comes on. They're just yeah. all, they've got an army of them. They just come on. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, they all play together in the Bundesliga. And it's just like, just one for one, one for one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. When Australia got smashed, I think it was 4 0 uh, two yeah. cups ago, yeah. they had like, a hand, five or six people from their their preferred starting eleven just not playing. Yeah, because there's no weak link. Strip. Like you talk about it, like sports, like they say basketball is like you can have one really good player and they yep. can have such an impact because they take ball from one end to the other. And in soccer, in netball, if you yeah. have a weak player, like clearly that is who you target. But yeah. if you don't have no. any chinks in your armor, yeah. you're just invincible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Germany, actually, t- talking about Germany, they just lost for the first time to Sweden. Yeah, I thought uh, they were going to make the final. Yeah, so they've been kind of like blindsided. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where if you don't play quality sides in the lead up, you kind of get shocked when you yep. play that first team that's kind of up there. Um, and Sweden have never beaten Germany in one of those major tournaments. So it's been a long time coming, but apparently um, Germany made a debacle in, in starting pop in the midfield where she's their best striker. Mm. Um, and then they just yeah, quarter punished them. the World Cup, probably not the best yeah. type of experiment. <laughs> yeah, not, not so the best Who time. goes to the final and who wins? Um, I would say, look, I want England to win. Yep. Um, they're playing some really good football and they're a team that uses their whole squad. Yep. Like technically I want England-USA final, but you can't have that. Can't so remember. I'm going to say England does it all. Because if they can beat USA, if they can beat USA, that's that's my money. What did you say, Joe? What do you think? Well, I think USA are going to win. But I was just going to circle back to the point that you were talking about how there was one really strong side of the draw and one weaker side. Was Mm -hmm. Australia in the weaker side initially? No. No, we were in the stronger side. Always in the stronger side. We, We had the hardest group. We all came out. It was six points for three yep. teams, whereas other groups had like nine points and then the third team got through on mm. two points yep. just because of goal difference. bit so, of that going on in World Cups, mm. by the way, Australia being in tough groups so yeah. just over the years. I, over the years, it's yeah, kind of, it 100%. tends to lean that way. And, and because it was the first time we were seeded, they thought, oh, we'll get a, a good draw, but it <laughs> didn't happen like <laughs> no, that. We still got Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> no worries. and Italy, yeah, yeah, who have just exactly. spent millions of dollars on their, <laughs> on their teams. But... Joe, it's an exciting time because talking about World Cups, mm-hmm. you're about to head off to your World Cup in Liverpool. I am, yes. Tell us about your preparations and what's going on and I'll, I'll have a question for you in a minute, but let us know how you're feeling. Yeah, sorry if you missed me last week. I was in Sydney for a preparation camp for our World Cup, which is being held in the UK. Pretty similar time to the Ashes. So, Wally, I don't know if you're going to have to have two televisions to watch <laughs> both at the same time, but... Um, yeah, we're heading to the you know the home of soccer or football really because I do know Everton and Liverpool play against each other in the Mercy or whatever it's Mercy called. Yeah, thank you. Good you. We had a Good Liverpool job. trivia challenge. And <laughs> I, I didn't know any of the answers, but I do now. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I'm going to be very, very particular about this. Make sure you know where you're going and don't wear blue or red. Yeah. 
in those areas. Can I wear this top, which has both blue and red oh, on look, it? Oh, look, look, and then you can just wear your Aussie gear just and black, just be like, white, I don't and know. Green and gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just, I just no keep glue. it. Just keep People it think simple. you're a Norwich fan. No one hates Norwich. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> How can you hate Norwich? Yeah. No, so it should be good. Uh, we have the 16 Nations um, playing and our pool has – we've probably got one of the better draws of a World Cup initially, but it is kind of the same thing that you do want to have some tough crossover matches before you hopefully get to the big dance. So I think our World Cup comparatively only goes for about 10 days. Yeah, uh, The Cricket World Cup seems to have gone for about 10 months. But um, can, yeah. can I just ask, like I've tried to look at the competition schedule. Yeah. Um, I'm very confused. Like okay. it's very confusing. And like are you playing every day? And I see a game at 9am. Like, how is that possible? That'd be local time here, wouldn't it? Oh, is it local time so here? That'd be, no, that'd be no, nine, or is it 9am over there? No, because I, th- I was looking at the UK website. Yeah, we're playing in the morning. However, in comparison... I wouldn't mind that. They'd get it out of the way. Right, you're not Go playing night bend. games. You can sleep normally. I mean, it is what kind of... What time do you get up? I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. But, yeah, I think because we, um, England, because they're the home nation, will have all the games at peak times in yep. terms of like broadcast so we're just kind of hoping we can just play in the morning enjoy go out for lunch <laughs> see the sights of liverpool see the mercy river see whatever the cathedral's called look at you've done you've done your homework the on it. Museum so the every whole, so the whole tournament's in liverpool the, the whole yeah. thing's see that's good then it's done and that's one of the reasons you can have it in a shorter amount of time you're not traveling all over the yeah. all over the and, country and what's recovery like to play every day uh, it's pretty hard. We've been like in the camp I've been in recently, we've been playing matches every day and the rules change. So in international netball, where when I normally play with the Vixens, you're allowed to have timeouts yep. during quarters. We don't have that in international netball. Whoa. So you have to get used to just playing like 15 minute chunks without a break, which is quite challenging. And I always find like I'm puffing a lot. It's a I just hard want, I just want to, I just want a drink break, you know? I just want to. And you're pow- powerful and like you're powerful animals. Like you just I'm really. Powerful animals. I'll take you that certainly, back. No, like I've been on a court with you girls. And not only are you highly athletic, you're tall and you can really hurt people. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, you're, like, I would say you're the best athletes in short spurts that, because you have to have such good strength yeah. and control. No, like, I mean, I hate the thought of injuries, but you guys must be so strong to keep going like Daily, just on your knees, on your knees yeah. and ankles, yeah, just ankles, just like jar, jar, jar. The entire, yeah. it's impressive. Yeah, so I'm not sure what the coaches are wanting to do rotation wise. It's kind of a like a difficult one because you want players to be match fit for four yeah. quarters for the tail end of the week in comparison to giving players half games. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm not sure what the the coaches are thinking, but it should be really good. We're going to Manchester for a week yep. to do a bit of training, a couple more practice games, and then we're into the World Cup. So it's the first World Cup I've been a part of. So yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. I looked at um, I looked at the mascot and it's a bird. Oh, and for the World Cup. Yeah, it was made by a 10-year-old oh. and it's Jude. Can you tell me why you think? Why do you hey. think it's... Hey Jude, Jude. The story sounds better <laughs> than most Olympic slash World Cup mascots. I know they don't have a good I mean. hit rate over the years, no. do they? That's what I mean. Like, I mean, I've seen some pretty lousy mm. mascots. Mascots. Go back to Sydney two thousand. Oh, yeah, they exactly. Were the, they were, They actually were very good mascots. Were they? 
I yeah, they had three. There was kookaburra. They were all native. Sid, Ollie, and something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're all native animals. But um, yeah, we have had a bit of controversy recently because our we have a diamonds mascot yep. that's called Diamonds Girl, and she's just like just tall blonde, tall blonde, which is like unfortunately probably what majority of our netball team do look like. However, probably not overly representative of the netball. broader population that yeah, play netball. Yeah. And how do you go like? I mean. For both cricket and netball, how do you go calling it a World Cup when technically... Mm. This is the old football debate, isn't it? You can't really call any any sport world a world sport apart from football, really. And what about NBA calling it the world championship? Like oh, they, they, they the champions. World Series for baseball. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, there's a Toronto team in there, I guess. <laughs> but that's on the board. I mean, yeah. It's, it's I mean, hard. the Raptors just won the yeah, NBA. Exa- exactly. So, I mean, there's, there's a bit coming here. I, their theory would be that anyone else step up, go for it. They're, yeah. they're clearly the best team in the world. But the world champs, no, no, netball. So how many teams go in? Is it 16 teams? Yeah, there's more than that were at the Commonwealth Games. So groups of four, yep. final four or final eight? Uh, final four, I believe. So, so it's, it's five games. So it's a solid it's a solid couple of weeks, isn't it? Hmm. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Yeah, it's a lot lot of netball. So, um, yeah, it should be good. We tried to do a qualifying tournament for Olympic Games where we played every second day. One of our girls got a corky and she (laughs) couldn't play the rest of the tournament (laughs) because it was only a week long. But anyway, like we're going through the Cricket World Cup now. So uh, my my big one for me was the news. Like we we smashed New Zealand. Mm. We did smash New Zealand. But then Smith... Got caught out and he was mortified. He stood there for a little while wondering what had happened. Can you tell me? Well, so this is the thing, right? Is, is And you'll find this a little bit in the middle. Um, and we've had a really interesting World Cup. And I won't dwell too much on Steve Smith because he's... Look, he, him and Dave Warner have copped the booze and whatnot and whether he should or shouldn't have just got off the crease, that's fine. We've seen... <laughs> we saw Virat Kohli take a swing at a ball, miss it and walk. In this tournament, oh, and it comes right. down to you don't review. Is there reviews left? There's a yeah. lot of, and the review system probably doesn't have the same controversy as VAR. They usually get them right. If it yeah. goes up, they get them right. That's a good example of how it's well, done when it works. <laughs> when it works, <laughs> yeah. right? So they've done pretty well. But look, Cricket World Cup is coming to a close. We're still not the final champ, believe it or not. <laughs> another month. Uh, so another month. <laughs> It'll to be go, in it's, it's been extraordinary because. Uh, over, overnight, some interesting results happened. But New Zealand mm. were flying. They were undefeated. And everyone's like, well, hang on. They haven't really played anyone. And then Australia smashed them. Mm. And and then England have still England still have to play them. So that, that'll be interesting. That's going to be an interesting game. But overnight, England beat India. In, India's been flying and deserved favourites they've moved into. Yeah. The theory at the start of the tournament was... India haven't historically played that well in England, but it doesn't seem to matter. They've got the best batsman in the world in Virat Kohli. Uh, he's playing really, really well. Um, and they're, they're doing enough, and their bowlers are doing enough of a job, but they're batting so strong. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but it looks like England, Australia, New Zealand will probably hold on to a to a top four spot, and uh, then England, pretty simple. If England beat New Zealand, then they will, they will go to the finals. If England lose and Pakistan beat Bangladesh, which is a, a big possibility, England yeah. will miss the final. Yeah. So <laughs> that would be the greatest thing for us <laughs> In Australia, we, people really don't care as long as England don't make it and then you just work it out from there. Yeah, we don't wow. care. It'd I be did. awesome. It's not coming home. It's no, not. but that's the other thing. Too many things they're trying to get to come home. They can't all come home. There's not won, enough room in the pool room. They're the home of cricket. Yeah, great. They haven't won the World Cup. At least they've got one football World Cup. They haven't won the World Cup. For cricket? Yeah. For cricket. What about rugby? Have they won the Rugby World Cup? Yeah, they, they yeah. beat us. 
They beat oh, us. Yeah. Johnny Wilkinson, that, mm, that uh, yep. kick, yeah. So that came Oh, that's right. Where he took 15 minutes to take the kicks and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was after our patch. I think you remember we went through the and patch then, like 95, 99, yeah. uh, 2003, around that patch where we were just dying. I think 2003 is the one he, he, he uh, kicked that goal. But like around that late 90s, early 2000s, Australia's winning everything. Oh. Netball, mm. winning Dominating. cricket. Um, Olympics, like Olympic medals, every, left, right, and center. Remember that when we used to dominate the Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> you remember those were good uh, yeah. times. No. Do you remember when we we turn up to school and be like the medal tally, yeah. and we'd be like uh, we'd be up the top? It was ridiculous. <laughs> Before no, China so and America, maybe other maybe other away. nations have just caught up. I did see online um, between the game um, South Africa and Sri Lanka where the bees apparently invaded. Oh, the that was cool. <laughs> it was cool. I like, thought that was so funny. I was like, I thought, what's going on? Action, yeah. Like, what are they all dodging yeah, and yeah. they just dropped they to the, the ground? Dead. I thought that I actually thought in this day and age of terrorism, I, I oh, did God. not think bees. Oh, I yeah. was not thinking game. bees. Have you had that at a local cricket game? Oh, one might target you, that'd be about it. Just well, one get, swarm. Oh, so, yeah, oh, that's embarrassing <laughs> when you can only see one if bee. I, if I'm being our home, our home, the grub's home, it's called the swamp. So we get <laughs> you get you get flies and stuff around there, but uh, yeah, you get a bit of that. But I would I would have thought that's the any any on field uh, interference is the least of our worries. We just we're our own worst enemy. We don't need to worry. About that. It becomes a welcome change if we got swarmed by bees. Everyone just go inside and open beer. <laughs> the end of the game. Well, we so. we can arrange that yeah. if you want. We will get you a swarm that'd of be, bees. That'd be great. I'll be willing summer. to be stung a few times, and men I could come off the park halfway through. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, "There's a bee. There's a, I can't see anything." Yeah, can't Wally. see. Yeah. No, 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 it's here. Definitely here. Everyone hit the ground. Everyone hit the ground. Yeah, but the World Cup in, in closing for that, I think that now India, Australia, probably out of those two, which one of those two mm. win? You never know. England could make a great run. Uh, if they get their ducks in a row and beat New Zealand and then Ooh. play a couple of good finals. But, yeah, it has been long. <laughs> and, as I said, don't worry, it's nearly over. Where are the women's cricketers at? Are, do they have anything on at the moment or are they just um, in a bit of hiatus? Their World Cup's here next year, isn't yep. it, across Australia? So they, they've had they've, – they just – they were playing uh, prior. They finished up. But, look, it's one of those things where you will go around the world, obviously, playing, but you will have breaks in your schedule because yeah. you won't always play England. You won't always – do you yeah. know what I mean? So you'll, you will have breaks – and I think without knowing exactly, I think they're, they're on a they're on a break at the moment. And obviously, it's it's not a lot of cricket going on in Australia. It's yeah. pretty average conditions here. So <laughs> it's just whether they're over there and uh, it's dominated by the uh, the men's game at the moment in England. But yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. And then obviously the Ashes picks up on after that, and that'll be. We're actually um, talking about the fact that well, England and all the European teams in soccer have so many club games, so mm. many tournaments, European championships that they don't have an Olympic qualification tournament. So that means the re- the Germany and France who have just lost their quarterfinals now don't even get to go to the Olympic games because the World Cup is their qualification tournament. So how how so like, does that mean what's what's the how do you get in then? Is it the top Yeah, so eight top, or whatever it top is. Top 3 that's, for Europe. For Europe. Oh, so right, that's their okay, qualification. Yeah. But they're so in a crowded it. market, so aren't they? So, so in, in the World Cups and then you know, I assume in the Asian Championship, thing like, yeah. the top three performed out of each 
area no just europe europe so we have a qualification tournament which is just yet to be held so it's only uh, europe only europe because they have so many games and so many they can't fit so everything germany in germany won't go to the olympics for so they won't go to the olympics oh my god like previous gold medal winners silver yeah. medals where does bronze. it sit for world football because i know basketball has become bigger over the years it is massive for, for world football. women's yeah. for women's world football and the f- the problem is that there's only 10 teams in the women's and yep. there's 14 or f- 16 teams in the men's mm. so we're calling for more women's teams in the olympic draw and it should be yeah because it's a really massive tournament for us um it notoriety sense, wise um you know like if you would love to go go to an olympic games i think you? so nepal's never going to be in it Unfor- uh, but who knows yeah, definitely who knows? not while i'm playing yeah i mean given <laughs> what sports have been uh coming into tokyo 2020 yeah, yeah now how does that happen surfing so, skateboarding so, so, so rock ne- climbing nepal can't get a gig no. Ten I mean, how does that make you feel? Moves. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind it that much. When I was younger, I never, like, you know how kids just desperately wanted to go to the Olympics? It was never really, like, something I wanted to do. Like, I didn't even think I was going to be a professional netballer oh, when I was yeah. a kid. I wanted to be a Disney star, which I still could. Um, <laughs> but I do think I potentially have missed the boat of being <laughs> Hannah Montana. So I feel like the fact princess, that netball, that's yeah, true. Um, the fact that Nepal's not in the Olympics doesn't really... Doesn't bother you? Not, but I mean, fact, it'd be really cool. I mean, like, going to the Commonwealth Games was phenomenal. And I think, yeah, that, I mean, that'd do for me. But it was the opposite for me, whereas it was the first time I actually noticed soccer was that it was at the Olympic Games. Yeah. I didn't know you had a World Cup. I'd, I'd been watching World Cups all my life with the men. Didn't know you had a female World Cup. And I didn't... And I was 20 at the time when I noticed because Australia was at the Sydney yeah. Olympics. So for me, not having a sport in at the olympics is a massive deal for me and i always thought how sad for commonwealth games like how like for the people at commonwealth games and netball you only get commonwealth games Mm. but if we had football at the commonwealth games Mm. it'd be a pretty good tournament with england scotland yeah it'd be good very well yeah it's just probably the i think olympics are just trying to modernize a little bit you know like the popularity of surfing skateboarding rock climbing in terms of just like the huge social spread they have i mean they're incredible sports as well but like the x games for skateboarding is always probably going to be like the pinnacle for them yeah instead of the olympics where they've just been tacked on now yeah so it'd so, be cool though can i ask a question then <laughs> if if the x games is the pinnacle for that and the world cup's the pinnacle for football and the world championships are the pinnacle for What's the pinnacle for breakdancing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. What is the pinnacle? How is this? And happening? how do you judge it? And how do you judge it? And and like, is your head still round? We're, we're, we're talking about yeah. breakdancing. <laughs> it's obviously breakdancing. Now, well, is it is it going to be an exhibition sport? Is a trial? Do we know what they're? I don't. Actually, are they are they are they positioning it at the moment yeah. to say this should be included in Tokyo? Is it or no, is I think it, it's no, no. been Paris. Paris, Paris. twenty twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Wow. I'll be going. I can do I the just, worm. I just can't. Yeah. Does that qualify me? I think it does. Great. I nearly broke my wrist doing the worm once, so okay. I'm out. I'm Wait, out. Or are they have, do they have um, tandem break dancing? Like, is it synchronized swimming? Like, do you do it as a team that or as an individual sport? I have sport? no idea. <laughs> this is a great question. Isn't it like you've got a whole crew and one comes out and then goes back <laughs> I think that's dance battles. Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm, I'm going off a Run DMC film clip from, like, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And they've got the beatbox how, on how, their how shoulder. How does this work? So you won't be able to go. You play a sport that is an actual sport that is played around the world and you have a world championship, but you can't go. And cricket too. And cricket. I mean, look... I, 
Yeah, I get it. Actually, yeah, it's a good shout. But the only thing with cricket is you've got a whole heap of different. Now you go, what would you turn it into? Because you've got your World Cups. You, yeah. can, you couldn't play Test cricket at the Olympics. Yeah. And the other thing is that the amount of time, you've only got two weeks for the Olympics. You couldn't yeah. get through it. Look, no. this, this World Cup Could is going. And this is, this is only, yeah. okay, so this is only the top 10 teams and this is going to go for six weeks. <laughs> Cricket's done itself out of an appearance. They don't deserve it. No, it's the big nations, though, like America, Russia, China. None of them play cricket, netball, rugby. So there's ne- when, in terms of that, we're never going to be included because well, they have such a big Well, goes, pool. doesn't it? Oh, rugby, yeah, rugby yeah, yeah, they have now. Because they, they everyone's sort of playing that because it's a bit of fun. And But, I mean, what happens with – I had this came out of nowhere. I get all the extreme sports. I get – I understand uh, skateboarding, I understand BMX, I understand canoeing and kayaking, I understand all these things. What about roller derby? That'd yeah. be a good one. Well, that, that, maybe, how does that, that's maybe that will be my chance. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great. Our what f- would your name be? That'd be hilarious. Punky, bruiser. Something like that. Wild, <laughs> wild <laughs> west. That. That, that, that wasn't off the cuff. No, that's mine. That's yours. Yeah, <laughs> that's punky, punky, bruiser. bruiser. Nice. I actually really like that. So we've been talking about uh, World Cups and unfortunately for the Matildas, um, their coaching shift, mm-hmm. let's call it a coaching shift um, in the last one. It? Very nice way. It's yeah. the best, it's the <laughs> nicest way I've heard that explained. <laughs> because it's like you're thinking about you shifting up a gear, but perhaps they actually yeah, were shifting down a gear. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's been a big debate about um, was it a good thing, was it a bad thing, and, and pretty safe to say that most people think it was a bad thing, but it's not always the case. I mean... You know, there's been good news for Carlton's fans this week. Not only did they win, but Collingwood lost. And Bucks went on a rant afterwards and told them how terrible they were. Just everyone's so, public shaming. Public shaming. Do you do that anyway? But anyway, <laughs> I thought you'd keep that for the, the change rooms. But So Carlton care, caretaker coach David Teague. Teague yep. Got him. And even Reece Shaw turning yeah. things around at North Melbourne. It's been amazing. We've just been talking about World Cups, but... You know, this is pretty good in in these clubs. Like, what happens in a change room where, like, it mm. could all fall to crap. Yeah. We know that we've mm. seen that happen. But what happens when it turns around and you're like, why couldn't you do this literally two weeks ago when the other coach was in? Yeah. Like, you've got the same yeah. people, yeah. same people at the club, but just the coaches change. What changes? And and this is the thing is that Carlton obviously they've travelled over to the west. They've beaten Freo over there in a tough fought game without Patrick Cripps, who's going around before the game as a Brownlow favourite. Mm. And then you've got North Melbourne who were just going nowhere and they've turned around and Collingwood have been going well and they've come out and, and smashed Collingwood. Oh, yeah. So uh, they're both they're both doing well. And I I, I only see what fans see, right? And you, you, you get an understanding speaking to some of the, the people, some of the players. I don't know. I was going to ask you both. It's good that you bring this up because I was going to ask both of you if you've been in this position. A caretaker coaches and what happens when they come in and be what happens after that you were saying that you have had a caretaker coach in place yeah i had a it was when i was a little bit younger so we had a coach who went over to um got offered a contract in new zealand which she decided to take Mm. and she was no longer allowed to be a part of the australian netball coaching staff because of that and she was my team's coach at that point so we had a different coach come in pretty last minute. Yeah. Um, however, she'd kind of been probably like Reese Shaw had been had been involved yep. with um, coming in and out. So it kind of helped for a little bit of consistency. But probably at that stage when we we're a little bit younger, it's probably easier to be a coach that comes in because you don't think as much for yourself as athletes when you're sort of in junior under twenty one stuff. But when you get when you mature a little bit. As a senior coach coming yeah. in, I imagine it'd be quite difficult because 
those relationships take a while to build. Obviously, yeah. players have yeah. their own opinions and what they think suits the team and what they think suits them. A bit so, more outspoken. Yeah, I think like when um, it's kind of like because nothing really does change when you bring a new coach. Like it's the same players. It's like we were talking about like a metaphor. It's like you know when you're struggling to get to sleep, right? And you're restless, and you just turn like you turn to like the cool side of the pillow, and you're like, oh, it's so much better. Same pillow, pretty much. Just the other side. Just the other side. The other side. <laughs> so, and it's, I've never really thought about it like that. So you're saying, and, and it makes sense. Look at Carlton, right? A lot of young kids, they're they're just hungry. They just want to play footy. Mm. So they're not going to they're not going to worry about the fact. You know what? Oh, Brendan Bolton's gone. Shame. I liked him. We've got David Teague. He's been around the place. I'm, I just want to play. And mm. you know what? This is a freshen up, and now we're going to keep trying, and we're going to push forward. And it's interesting to look at it like that. I it's was um I was in involved in at the Olympics in 2004 where um our coach at the time was sleeping with one of the players (gasps) and we all found out at the tournament and so scandalous (laughs) scandalous um and it was out all in the papers and stuff but we were going through it at the olympics so when it should have been dealt with at the olympics and he should have been ousted we as team said we would rather have consistency of a coach wow. but know that we don't believe in you. We still came fifth in the tournament. Wow. Right? Which is That's impressive on a world there's stage only for ten Australia. Pl- there's only ten teams, but you know, it's still good. Yeah, it's it's still good. But in that sort of instance, we stood up and we played for a coach yeah. that we obviously had a problem with. We knew he was selecting based on his... That's extraordinary. Um, preferences? Preferences. <laughs> um, so, In inverted commas. And look, yeah, they're still nice together to yeah. this day. Yeah. They're still together to this day. So oh, wow. it was not for naught. Like it wasn't yeah. just a... Um, you know, a frolic in the woods or something like that. Like they were, they were serious. He did have a wife and children at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which was... Um, I was just starting to feel for him a little bit. And then <laughs> yeah, you yeah, like it was just, yeah, reel him back in. Um, so, yeah, what he did was terrible. Um, what they both did was terrible. But we, we thought we'll put the team over our mm. feelings of um, loyalty or whatever it is that you're, you're feeling at the time. And we try and have some consistency and then... He nearly kept his job because we'd performed so well. And we were like, nah, mate, this has got nothing to do with you, buddy. We just we just stood up when it counted because obviously we wanted to do well for our country and get a medal. But, um, yeah, it had nothing to do with you. Is that the same? Like I was just thinking. Is that's, that the same? That's They're both great examples. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, this is, these are insights that you're not really going to say. I, I, Joe, again, I love that, the thought process of, look, Younger, newer to the team, trying to prove yourself. You're not as you're not as worried about it as, as probably a senior person is. And the other, as you said, it's the same. It's the same pillow. It's just a different side. They're there immersed in the game plan anyway, right? It's mm. not like usually what happens with caretaker coaches is they are on staff. You don't just get someone brand new yeah. mid season. You go out and then you find the person. Question for both of you: If you were given the if you were given the opportunity to be a caretaker coach or the opportunity to go through the process fresh the next year and state your case on why, which one would you prefer? The opportunity, remember you're taking it now with all the problems it's got and you're picking up somebody else's game plan. Would you rather that and go, I've got half a year to prove myself or just stating your case to be able to come in fresh with your own game plan and what it looks like oh. and back yourself to get the I, job? Because I think, I think of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer with yeah. Man- Manchester United and I think... Like he's he's got so much she has to fix mm. 
that there's no pressure on him. Like I Alan Sajic, he's, he's been fired from Matilda's job. Life couldn't get any worse and he picks up Central Coast Mariners and lifts them. Mm. Like you're in such a deep hole. Mm. I would prefer to try – like you're already at the bottom. Yeah. You can only rise when you're – when stay you've, at the bottom. Or stay like, at the bottom. Like, But at the end of the day, you, you've got – shit to deal with anyway mm. so i couldn't fix what i couldn't fix yeah. and then you move on or you like keep the job like uh both of them have yeah but as soon as they said that uh soul sky was keeping the job they yeah. started losing again that's what's so curious about the matilda's case is that it didn't seem that they were in a very deep dark hole to begin they with got rid of the coach. Right. yeah exactly so it was a hole that was manifested by people mm. in the know, but actually not in the know. So <laughs> imaginary shovels were digging that. Ground. Yeah, and not that anything changed. Like you would think, if if he got sacked and then this new coach come in, the new coach would select different players. Yeah, would give more players an opportunity, but that just didn't happen. No. And nothing. And he still lived in Croatia the entire time he was. Yeah, five I, months I, can't in get, I, I just can't get my head around that. That makes it's like yeah. I just can't. It's like, what's the point of doing works? a job? No. And he didn't put his hand up for the job. He was chosen. That's he was offered the job. When you start saying it, you go, it's actually. I would think you were taking the piss if you had told me all of this before. Yeah. Well, like, Neville. That's, that's actually Phil Neville. He got really because he's the coach of the England side. Yep. Manchester United, big player, yep, right? So he's he's got credentials in the playing realm. And he got, th- like, thumped in the media, thumped by all the lads, saying, why would you want the women's job? You're just in the women's job to... And he's like, I applied for the women's job. Mm. I want to take the women's job and I want to take these players to the next level. And he has been, like, absolutely spot on with how he's treated the players fairly. As, like, and he's such, a, he's such a good player and a person that he's thinking as a player when he's working with these with this team and he but he put his hand up for it like why why badger somebody when they actually want to do the job i have a um a tangent for both of you given that you play outdoor sports and i play predominantly indoors watching i think think you shouldn't put me in the same no 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 no. uh watching a lot of the football games this weekend especially the one over in adelaide where it was just sleeting down rain you could barely see 10 centimeters in front of you how do you get the mud stains out of carlton's white uniforms oh my my gosh (laughs) that that's one for the kit man, surely. Is it like you just do you get new uniforms? I, or do you I don't know. I reckon they I have, have to do my strip. own. You I do. I and I do. I was the, looking I do at you like you know because you've got whites. Yeah, exactly. You'd have greens. I do the whites, uh, and you know it's obviously the the cherry marks out of the, when you're shining the ball. And that yeah, one hundred percent nappy sand, no inferior brands. Nappy sand soak. If the stain is in a confined area, then it's the spray for five minutes, and then it goes in the wash. Yeah, but surely Carlton has that's, another that's strip up there. They Carlton Carlton would Carlton have somebody to do that okay that's and i reckon they they would i wouldn't even they would just like wash them sign them give it give away, away. Of course they would and who wouldn't want it covered in mud and yes they'd be used, like right? that is absolutely and the other critical. thing is joe i don't I, I don't know what you think who you think i would be as a footballer but i, I don't get that dirty <laughs> i don't I don't go in and under. I don't get very dirty even on the wet days. I just okay. stand there in the goal square. Full forward or full back? Oh, no, no. It's not full forward. I'm a bit short full forward, but it's forward pocket. I wouldn't forward spend pocket. I have I have no interest in being in the back line. I haven't for my entire life. Okay. I don't I don't have the discipline 
nor do I have the ability to play back there. Surely you'd be a good stepladder for someone. Great stepladder. Yeah, That's why forward. Step. Someone, <laughs> AJ, our full forward, has to climb up on my back. So I just, yeah, <laughs> you just sit there. Nice, so I the ground. The only good money you yeah. get is the one from 100%. AJ's percent. Oh, my back's the filthy. Back. <laughs> your That's back. all right. The back your of the jeans are blue. So ruined. Yeah, numbers are ruined. Okay. Right, so it's time for tweets of the mm. week. Um, I'll start off because it's basically World Cup week and um, – my favourite person on Twitter at the moment is her name's Glennon Doyle, and she just mm. married Abby Wombach, who is all time leading goal scorer in the world, male or female. Oh, wow. Um, she holds the record. So she's retired internationally, but obviously, um, Glennon Doyle is a, a philanthropist, and she's out there in the world trying to make the world better. Like she's at the war where Trump is stealing babies and she's there raising funds and things and she's married this big time footballer so she's she's tweeted just in case anybody's wondering we'll still we're still watching soccer and then the next tweet is i don't remember what life is <laughs> that's it she's um you know she's absolutely hilarious for for anybody who doesn't know what the offside rule is um and so she's also tweeted about last year at my kids co-ed soccer tournament they were selling only boys jerseys because the male owners told me girls jerseys don't sell you sleep on a bed of lies (laughs) lying liatons jerseys for oil for all because um, the USA women's home jersey is now the number one soccer jersey that's been sold Hell in yeah. America. So absolutely hilarious if you if you want to get onto Glennon. Glennon. Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle. My yeah. Twitter thread, which I thoroughly enjoyed. You know, I'm a big Essendon fan. I was very happy with the score review results on Thursday night. Thanks, umpires, for that win. There's a, um, there's a punk band in Melbourne that has written a song about Sorry, Anthony. is Essendon your first team or your second team? First yeah, let's team. get, it, there, let's get that straight. If you, if you cut me open, I bleed red and black, you know. To the core, and then a few other, and then sometimes, and then occasionally blue, red and white. They've a punk band have written a song about and Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Have yep. you heard this? No, I haven't heard the song, but I've heard of it. It's quite funny, and there's just some one gentleman has just tweeted all the lyrics in like separate tweets, and it, some of the lyrics go Anthony McDonald, McDonald, Tip and Woody playing footy, and then it just goes, "He's coming to get you. He's coming to get you." <laughs> <laughs> so they've just tweeted out the entire song over the course of the out, game. They've just tweeted out the lyrics of the time. entire song. I'll, I'll show it to you after. It's pretty funny. <sighs> it's all about the hardball game. I bet you're looking forward tweeting. to that now. <laughs> <Keeps> <laughs> tweeting. You look really excited. I'm like, wait, I can't wait. Can I, can, can I just say for tweets, firstly, people need to stop being so outraged by things like the Logies uh, and um, what's his name, Tom Ghost or whatever his name, winning it. Uh, he did a campaign, he won the Gold Logie, everyone's like, oh, you've made a mockery of the Logies. I don't think anyone took the Logies seriously, I'm sorry. At the, in the first place, In the first right? place, it's an actual joke, right? Yeah. Who, who are we kidding? So I think Oscars. people have got to go, well, one for me this morning, I strayed away from World Cup, I had a look this morning, tell you what's funny, you get your phones out, we actually had to get our phones out, if people were watching, oh, it had so rude when Mel was talking, because we want to make sure we read the exact tweet, that's <laughs> yeah, why yeah. we got the phone out. JJ that's Watt, why I kept going, because neither of yeah, you were looking at me, you're ready to go. JJ Watt is, uh, you would have thought we were being prepared and had it written. Yeah, no. <laughs> JJ Watt is uh, is an NFL player, absolute superstar, JJ, um, one of the best going around, and, and, and uh, he he tweeted out today it's just all about NBA trade. It's oh, yeah. hype of activity out here. So Wodge from ESPN is the absolute king. He's the one that gets it. 
and uh, JJ's gone, hey, Wodge, what does the market look like for a guy who can contribute six hard fouls, four missed free throws <laughs> per game, asking for a friend? <laughs> and I just had a little chuckle. It's sort of an old gag for them to do that. But I was just like, that's exactly what I'd be doing if I was – I'd be I'd be off in a quarter if I play basketball. Six hard fouls, <laughs> oh, yeah. missed free throws. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hit any baskets. Yeah, you'd and be – I like that from JJ. I love when – Two sports cross over and they have a yep. bit of fun and they get involved. I love that. And it's it's a nice it's a nice way to say that we're all human as well. Yes. Like stop treating people like they're on yeah. a on a massive stool and you can't get to them. Mm. 100%. Um, You're looking at me ponderously. Oh, got I got Bubs um, a gift, and it's Did for Georgie too when she returns. Given that I'm going to be away um, for the next. Oh, well. Three or so weeks. It's not a blow-up doll, It's is not it? a blow-up doll. <laughs> haven't progressed. I, I honestly thought it was going to be. <laughs> I've got this for you for my replacement. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I was so actually... Put it up there. Yeah, I think we could put so it up there. So she's wall. she's holding up, uh, if you're just listening to this on your podcast, she's got a, a, a bigger-than-life-size yeah. photo. It is. This is how big my actual her. head is. <laughs> But I, I certainly prefer that one to the one that's behind us on the um, advertisement. At least I'm smiling properly in that. That one I look like I'm, um, I'm trying to be a model. It's actually in a fairness, beautiful photo. Yeah, you took the photo. so it, It's, it's very Khaleesi. <laughs> Khaleesi. So you that's can just great. have this in so the background. So that'll, that'll, that'll sit up here. No, there you go. I, just want, I want to put it in my car like so I can drive I'll on the freeway in, in, the, the, in the, the T2. In the two lane. Before you head off. I put that in, in my passenger Joe. seat. That's great work. That is absolutely beautiful. So thank you very much for joining me this week <laughs> and you will uh, have a great time in Liverpool and thank you. make sure you bring that gold medal home. I know, otherwise I just won't come home at all. Uh, that's yeah, a good idea. Go. Yeah. And if you're not going to come home with a medal, bring the nuts. That's all I'm <laughs> If you're having a punt this weekend, make sure you do so responsibly and we will see you next Tuesday. I won't, but bye. <laughs>